I just want to share very quickly with you. Um, as a team of late, we have been reading from the book of Acts and, uh, and the book of Psalms. And um, as a part of that, it's, it's just been so exciting to, I guess, to, to learn how those two things actually interconnect. Because one thing that we've learned time and time again as you're reading through Acts and then you begin to, to read through the Psalms is that you see something about the nature of praise. About every time the apostles in the early church found themselves in trouble, they went to one particular weapon, or really two, but they sort of encompassed as one, and that was prayer and praise. And in their prayer and praise, God brought about victory. And when you begin to look at the psalmists and you begin to see their struggles, you sometimes go into psalms thinking it's gonna be a really fun read, thinking it's gonna be all praise this and praise that and that's great. It's not. There's a lot of, God, what are you doing? This is bad. My life sucks right now. Things are hard. But you know what they continually come back to? They continually come back to, yet will I praise Thee. And then there's a following Psalm where he's just rejoicing in what he's done and what God has done. And so we see this correlation between the two where there is a power of praise, a power of praise. And uh, there's a particular story in Acts that I just can't get out of my head and I just wanna share with you guys tonight. I've shared it a few places recently, but this, this story of Paul and Silas in prison. Paul and Silas in prison and they've been doing God's work and they've been praying for people. They've been healing people, seeing people healed in Jesus' Name. They've been seeing uh, people with demonic oppression set free and released. God's doing great things and they find themselves in prison. They find themselves in prison. And I wanna read to you from, uh, from Acts chapter 16. And I wanna read from verse 25 where it says this, it says about midnight, everyone say midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and other prisoners were listening to them. And suddenly there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken and at once all the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. And the jailer woke up and when he saw the prison doors open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself because he thought the prisoners had escaped. And Paul shouted, don't harm yourself, we're all here. And the jailer called for lights. And he rushed in and he fell trembling before Paul and Silas. And he then brought them out and asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they replied, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and all the others in his house. And that hour of the night, the jailer took them and washed their wounds. Then immediately he and his household were baptised. How awesome is this? The jailer brought them into his house and set a meal before them. He was filled with joy because he had come to believe in God, he and his whole house. So do you know what really struck me about that passage as it says at midnight? It says at midnight, they let a praise go up. And I think sometimes in our life, we experience midnight. You know, tonight we're looking at this idea of light. And sometimes in our life, we go through that dark cloud of midnight. 
And you know, it's easy to praise God in the sunshine, isn't it? When everything's going well, when it's the middle of the day and everything's happy, it's easy to praise God. It's easy to stand there and say, good on you, God, thanks. But when it's midnight, it's really, really difficult. And it's easy for us to forget that Paul and Silas are actually human beings. They're actually men. You know, they're just like you and they're just like me and they are prone to failure. They are prone to weakness. They are prone to frailty of the flesh. And so it's easy to imagine that these guys who have been doing God's work and seeing great things happen, finding themselves in prison, and it's not like a prison today. This, is, this makes our prison look like the Hyatt Hotel. You know, they're, ja- they're, they're chained up. There's probably rats crawling over them. It's a dungeon. And it's easy for them in that moment to just be like, God, what is going on? Have you ever been there? Have you ever been at midnight? And in this moment, they make a decision. And I wanna tell you, it wasn't an easy decision. We just read it and be like, they were praising God at midnight. But that's not an easy decision to make because they're human like you and me. And my mind loves to, to wander with these things. I like to imagine stuff. And I just picture, you know, the Bible tells us that Paul was sort of awkward in speech and a bit weird. But it tells us that, that, that Silas was eloquent. So I sort of imagine that Silas had this amazing voice, you know, this amazing singing voice, like Matt Breen. Just, you know, he would have just been like belting these tunes. And I imagine they would have been in this prison and there would have been darkness, they would have been upset, they would have been unhappy, they would have been thinking, what's going on? And how much can you just imagine Silas sitting there and he just starts saying, When peace like a river. I'm not gonna be in the right key because I'm not a singer, I'm a preacher. (laughs) But I'm gonna let them do it. Do you know what I mean? And he just starts singing. And I know he didn't sing that song. That song was written hundreds of years later. But that's the song I picture. And do you know why I picture that song? I picture that song because you might not know this, but there was a man who wrote that, who wrote it out of complete and utter heartbreak. He's a man who wrote that at midnight where he'd lost his business. He'd sent his wife and his kids on a ship and they had gone over and they had had, they'd been shipwrecked and he lost his children. And what he got was a note from his wife saying, saved alone. And he wrote a song and he wrote a song called, It Is Well. It is well with my soul. When peace, like, can we put those words up? When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. And you can picture Silas starting to sing this song, just convincing himself that God is good. And you can picture Paul because he's a man and he's been through a lot in his life. He's probably like, Silas, not now. Shut up. Let me just wallow in this for a bit. Have you ever been there? You know, you just wanna sit in your midnight. And Silas is like, no, 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 no. Let's go to verse two. (laughs) Though Satan should buffet Paul, though trials should come, in this blessed assurance control that Christ has regarded my helpless estate, our helpless estate, and has shed His own blood for my soul. And I promise you in that moment that Paul, he just starts going, oh yeah, he gets the tingles. He starts firing up because he's Paul and he loves a good message. And so he goes to verse three. 
He goes to verse three and He says, Oh, my sin, oh, the bliss of this glorious thought. My sin, not in part, but in whole, is nailed to the cross and I bear it no more. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, oh, my soul. And I wonder if you've ever been at midnight and you're thinking about your circumstance, but the message of Paul and Silas is stop thinking about your circumstance, stop honouring the crap in your life and start honouring the one who died for you, who was buried for you, who rose again for you, that you can walk in victory. (laughs) Praise the Lord. And they begin to praise And they begin to sing in spite of their circumstance, in spite of their emotion. And they begin to do this. And what happens? The chains come off. And the whole of the prison is set free. But then they decide to stay. Why? Because there's someone there who needs to hear the Gospel, who needs to hear the hope, who needs to understand why they were singing at midnight. And they get saved. Saved from their filth, saved from their muck. Doesn't mean that they're not gonna have trials. They ended up in prison a whole heap more. In fact, Paul ended up with his head severed from his body. But you can praise God at midnight knowing that your eternal future is secure in Christ. Knowing that a day will come as it says, oh, we're gonna sing it in a second. But a day will come when He's gonna roll it up like a scroll. And we're gonna stand there and the Scriptures tell us that if we are in Christ, we are seated with Him on high. That we share in the inheritance, that we are not just a pleb who is saved, but we are lifted into His family. That He puts the robe and the ring on us. Are you catching that? Do you understand the power of the Gospel? That you can walk in victory and you can praise Him at midnight for all that He has done, for who He is, for He is worthy. So we are gonna sing this song and it's not gonna be me. (laughs) Actually, no, it is gonna be me. I'm just gonna be over there. And we're gonna sing it. And wherever you are in your life, I want you to sing this. And if you're on the mountaintop in the middle of the day and things are sunny, well then praise be to God because He's blessed you with that season. But if you're like me and you're like a lot of other people in this room, you know what it feels like to be at midnight. And you've got a choice right now. Will you be like Paul and Silas who look not at their circumstance, but at their Saviour and look at your Saviour and declare His praise for He is worthy.